I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Coming to you live from 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Of course, um, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, great apps to be able to take the show with you everywhere. They're mobile. So, again, just like you, again, you have to leave. you got to get out the car. Uh, just click on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, and keep it rolling. Uh, Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com. You can listen on the World Wide Web. Our podcasts available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. We're out there now. I actually found a podcast, my podcast on the on an app this weekend. I didn't even know existed. So again, we're on all major po- uh, on all major podcasting platforms. Uh, and of course, uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, we're going to be joined by my colleague right here at 106.1 FM, and of course, part of CrescentSports.com. Jude Young will join us on the show. That's Thursday, 1 p.m. live broadcast on LAE. Also uh, live streaming on the WLE-TV YouTube page every Thursday at 1. Our first rebroadcast, 6 p.m. on LAE every Thursday. 10 o'clock on, uh, on the Deuce every Thursday. And then Friday night, 9 o'clock at Pel- on Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. And then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher. And, of course, Eric Asher on Facebook. By the way, I think Facebook is still down. Those that were looking for the guest list for today's program on social media, as we post that every day, uh, obviously it's not up on Facebook, but Larry Holder will join us at 5.30 this afternoon from The Athletic, as he does each and every Monday. Not a good weekend for the home teams. Um, first of all, the Saints lose 27-21 uh, to 21 in overtime to the uh, New York Giants, giving the Giants their first win of the season. 2-2 um, two and two now on the season with Washington on, on tap uh, in the nation's capital. Um, that'll happen on Sunday. Uh, and then there's the bye week, and then they come out of the bye week, I believe, with Seattle. Um, so, again, we'll, we'll talk about the Saints a little bit later on the program. Uh, Auburn 24, LSU 19. LSU now 3-2, and 1-1 one one in the conference. Uh, just, again, a, 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 a like, like the Saints, I mean, just mirror images of, again, um, uh, losing games that they, that they had a lead in and should have won. Uh, and I'm going to take on LSU first uh, in this hour. Uh, and then we'll talk some Tulane as they lost to East Carolina, a team they were, they, again, they were supposed to beat. 52-29, to they're 1-4 now, they're 0-1 in the conference, and they're a far cry from the team that we saw uh, that, again, that, that came back and gave Oklahoma all they could handle in week one. I mean, just not even the same team at this point. Uh, so we'll get into that as we go forward. Uh, but just not a good weekend for, for the Big Three, for fans of the Big Three. By the way, tonight the Pelicans open up their preseason against Minnesota. Uh, Valanchunas is supposed to be out. I believe there's a thumb injury there. Zion is not expected to play at all in the preseason. So, again, you can, um, I think you can catch that on Pelicans um, on the Pelicans website. There's no other TV out on the, available if you want to catch it on, online to see, again, how the team looks. I'm going to try to do that tonight as well. At least try to catch it online for a while just to see how this team looks. Uh, but I'm, that, that's, that's happening tonight. But let's, let's start off with, again, LSU. And the situation we find ourselves in, uh, two years removed from a national championship, two years removed from what was said to be the greatest um, season in the history of college football, uh, the accolades, uh, again, that were thrown to the Tigers, and rightly so, okay? Uh, but it's a long way from there, ladies and gentlemen. It is a long way from there. And even though, again, you're only looking at five games in the season, uh, it, it's pretty obvious to me uh, that the end of the Ed Ogeron era is coming fast, and I mean really fast. 
Uh, the magical motivation speeches are, are not inspiring results. Obviously, that's falling on deaf ears. I don't know if that goes back to last year, uh, just being uh, tone deaf in, in terms of, again, the players that, that, were, that were, uh, were, were protesting, um, uh, you know, the civil rights situation here in this country. Or, again, just maybe at, at some point they just tune a coach out. Um, his, his Go Tigers chant that we hear all the time that was, I mean, would tickle so many uh, uh, Tiger fans when he'd say it, uh, that's not firing up the fan base anymore. Matter of fact, uh, it's kind of old and cheesy now. Um, in reality, and look, I'll just say it. And you guys have been listening to this program since day one, uh, again, that listened on an ongoing basis, knew my feelings when Ed Ogeron got the job. Okay, in reality, Ed Ogeron was over his head from day one, from day one. Uh, it was a great story. Who didn't want to see him succeed if you live in Louisiana? I certainly did, okay? I mean, again, I didn't think he deserved the job, but I thought, uh, but again, you look at, at just, you know, local guy, guy that went to LSU, ended up leaving LSU. We all know about the story about him digging ditches, okay, then, then, and heading up to school, what was it, Northeastern with Bobby Hebert, um, making a career then, and also becoming a career assistant. You know, it stops with, uh, with the New Orleans Saints as well. Just, again, one of, the, one of the great defensive line coaches in all of football, pro or college. Uh, but, again, in over his head from day one. Uh, but everybody wanted to see him succeed. And it was a great uh, situation when Ogeron was able to take this team uh, to the national championship. But let's be honest about it. He, he inherited a very, very uh, talented team from Les Miles, much like Les Miles uh, inherited a very, very talented team from Nick Saban. Both, again, turned into championships for both Ogeron and Les Miles. Ogeron had, had, uh, had you know, a, a, a once-in-a-generation quarterback fall in his lap, uh, a guy that, again, couldn't win the job at Ohio State. Joe Burrow was a big difference maker uh, in, in, the, in, in Ed Ogeron's first couple of years in, 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 at LSU as, as, again, first of all, the interim head coach and then eventually the head coach. He had quality coordinators that he inherited, assistant coaches, analysts. I mean, again, the, LSU may leave the country an analyst, okay, so there's plenty of opportunity, again, to be able to have uh, help from, from, from the coaching staff. He used his connection with the, with the Saints to bring in a young prodigy named Joe Brady to turbocharge his offense. Although, again, I go back to what I said uh, many, 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 many uh, times when Joe Brady came here. Uh, he brought the RPO game. He brought, again, Sean Payton's offense and the concepts. Uh, but it was, a, it was a collaboration between him and Ensminger. Okay, when, when you were calling the plays. But it is what it is. A lot of people want to give him all the credit. Uh, he has turned that into a, a, a job with the, with the Carolina Panthers where he has done well there. And ultimately, he could be a head coach in the NFL uh, very soon. Remember, hot coaches have the opportunity to be able to move up very, very quickly. Uh, he seems to still be a hot coach. But with this, uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, again, I give credit to Ed Ogeron for bringing in Joe Brady. Um, Dave Aranda was already here. He was a defensive genius. Now, the one thing that, again, we had all hoped for when, when Coach Odie o took the podium and was given the job permanently, we proclaimed that, again, he had learned from the mistakes of the past. He was going to be the CEO of the team. He was going to get out of the way and let the coaches coach, let the coordinators coordinate, and he was going to be a master motivator of his beloved LSU. And it worked. It worked. His recruiting class littered with blue chippers. The problem is not holding on to those recruiting classes. Mike Mazan showed me something the other day on social media 
uh, that he was able to pull off where, again, it showed the 2019 class. I think there's like one or two players left from that 2019 class. Uh, that's the class that right now should be paying dividends for you uh, if, if you're, if you're the, in the LSU program. Uh, you know, whether, again, it was grades, defections, whatever it was, guys that are gone, like two players are, are still remaining uh, from that class. And because of that, it looks like his looks like his success at LSU is short-lived. Anybody that's taking a look at this program now, from 2020 to 2021, has to be has to again look at it and say this program is on life support. There's no other way to put it. He is no longer surrounded by elite coaches. The last round of firings uh, that happened, there was no coordinator in the country that would hook their wagon to Coach O in his hot seat. And I talked about this when the firings happened at the end of the season. Yeah, those guys needed to be fired. They Honestly, they didn't need to be hired, number one, right? But the fact that everyone in the country knew after going 5-5 five and five that Ed Ogeron was on a hot seat, there was no way even the best coordinators in the country, uh, again, with an opportunity to be able to coach uh, at LSU in the Southeastern Conference, were coming to hook their wagon to Ed Ogeron. That wasn't happening. Okay, so it was slim pickings for him at that point. How many times have I said that LSU is not a program where the head coach, the coordinators, and the position coaches have on-the-job training? I mean, I've compared it to what's going on in City Hall uh, in New Orleans with the mayor's office. Okay, you can't have in the aftermath of Katrina, uh, still trying to rebuild 16 years later, a mayor that, that, that again, needs on-the-job training. The same can be said for the LSU program, and, and believe me, that's what this has been over the last few years, okay? On on the job program, on on the job training for now the head coach, and now the coordinators that he brought in this year who have no experience at all. But that's on him. You see, again, he was he goes he went, he fired so many coordinators, it put him in this position, and then the five and five season last year put him on the hot seat. So there was no way any coordinator worth their salt was coming to LSU. No way, no how. This is a top program in the toughest division uh, in the most elite conference in America, and LSU doesn't have to settle for leftovers or inexperience, but yet under Ed Ogeron, they've had to. So now he's got a rookie coordinators, which, again, has been an issue so far this season. An offensive line that could be among the worst in the history of LSU football. I mean, among the worst. I was reading something that I think Ken wrote this week, the Ken or Ed, where they compared it to the Curly Hallman era. I'll say it eclipses even Curly Hallman's time here in, here at LSU, okay? Um, and that was before he, fought, he fired his offensive line coach right before the season began, right? So that makes it even tougher. That makes it even tougher. So you fire your offensive line coach, and it's pretty obvious that, that he wasn't developing players, even though, again, he was a guy that came from the pros and you thought that automatically he was going to be a guy that was going to be able to develop offensive linemen. Didn't happen. And now you replace him, and it's so late in the game, your offensive line coach can't make that big of a difference. The, the die is cast. LSU is 128 out of 130 teams in rushing. I mean, I can't even believe I'm saying that. 128 of 130. Unacceptable. To be 128 of 130 in any of the game for, for, for LSU. This is a, but, and again, when you talk about the running game, you talk about the ability to run the football, the legacy of, again, the top running backs that have come through this program and, and, and again, running the football? Come on. 
That's embarrassing. There's no doubt Ed, Ed Ogeron has, created, has, has recruited great athletes, okay, especially Louisiana athletes. But he hasn't built up the trenches. And it's not like, again, he wasn't on notice. He actually put everyone on notice after, after Alabama embarrassed his Tiger team two years ago, saying that he had to get better in the trenches, he had to recruit better offensive linemen, and he was going to do it. But he hasn't. He hasn't. Now, whether it's a, whether it's a question of, again, the recruits being maybe overrated, okay, because look, it's, you know, look, linemen are tough. And I talked a little bit about this last week. You go in, you're trying to scout a lineman. In a lot of cases, you're, again, your linemen are going to translate to SEC or, again, big-time big time college football. In a lot of cases, they're dwarfing the people, the, the, the players across from them. So you've got to be able to try to figure out, again, how is this individual going to be able to uh, translate when you get to the college football, uh, major college football level, when, again, they're playing against individuals that are just as big or bigger than them. So it's harder. But Nick Saban doesn't have, have an issue with it. And then there's also, again, the, the, the part of this where you have to coach them up. You have to coach them up as well. That hasn't happened. His revolving doors of coaches have affected the development of his players. And that is, that is you can see that coming a mile away. You can't keep changing coaches every single year and expect, again, different results when in a lot of cases you have no continuity. No continuity. Especially when you're talking about in the trenches especially when you're talking about in the trenches, where you need that continuity. You need that voice. So he now has to take a more prominent role and abandon the CEO role. And let me tell you something. That is far from his strength. That is from his strength. Look, he knows the score. He knows the score, right? You can see it in his face on Saturday night on the sidelines. He knows the score. LSU football and, and, and all the money that it generates – the boosters, the fans that, that, that support the program, they're not patient, okay? They're not patient at all. Nor are they interested in, again, keeping up with Ole Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, or Missouri because that's where they are right now. Yeah, Tiger fans are spoiled, and rightly so. They expect to be in the conversation every single year with Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson, but it hasn't happened in the last two years. LSU is light years. From, from, from there in just, a, what, a season and a half. A light years away from, from again, the, uh, the Alabamas of the world, the Ohio States of the world. And even though Clemson's a little bit down, Clemson, Clemson is, a, is, is a solid program. Here's the sad part about it all, ladies and gentlemen. Ed Ogeron's cupboard was full, but he didn't restock it. That's a huge problem. Instead, what did he do? What did Ed Ogeron do in the summer after the championship? He basked in the glow of that championship. He fired coordinators and didn't even bother uh, interviewing their, their replacements. Again, mortal sin. Should have been fired right then. Okay, should have been fired right then. So he's got boosters and the TF paying for, again, his coordinators who he doesn't get along with. Ultimately, he feels like are not up to the standards. For whatever reason, he gets rid of them. And then he doesn't even take the time in the offseason coming off a national championship to interview the replacements. I mean, being honest, as I always am on this program, he seemed to spend more time running on the beach in Florida, hanging out on social media with his new girlfriend than he did tending to the program after the NFL drained it dry and then opt-outs finished it off. 
I'm not feeling sorry for Ed Osheron today. This is self-inflicted wounds on him. So now, what is it? now where is he? Where is he now? He's left with a soft, individually talented team that's unprepared, outmanned, especially in the trenches. Uh, a one-dimensional offense that i got to be honest with you, as I'm watching the game on Saturday night, I'm begging for a Les Miles physical running game. We were re- Les Miles got run out of town because he wouldn't throw the football because he was three yards in a cloud of dust, and now I'm just wishing for the opportunity to see a hole open up and a running back to go through it. I mean, this is, this is where LSU is right now. Ed Ogeron has turned LSU into a whack offense. Okay, whack. The whack. In a league where you still have to win in the trenches to be relevant. Can't be one-dimensional. Can't be thinking you're going to throw the ball around the field in the SEC and win. Not going to happen. Coaches are too good. Players are too good. They adjust, and they take it away from you. We've seen it every single game so far within the SEC. You look at, you look at Auburn, uh, again, what happened there. You look at even what UCLA did to them in, in, against, in, in, in week one. Come on. You can't count the two preseason games, even though, again, they adjusted on them as well. His defense, although talented and athletic, lacked discipline and high football IQ. And that's just being honest. You can't have the number of busts that you have on that defense and continue to have those busts. And it's been, again, a couple years now. Uh, unless you're, you're, you're studious and you're trying to, again, hone your craft and learn. Obviously, the football IQ is not there. Look, they, they, they got great athlete, athletes. They just lack discipline as well. So where are we now? <laughs> it's pretty obvious where we are, Okay. Ed Ogeron's days as the LSU head coach are numbered. And I'm going to tell you right now, not even the $21 million buyout can save him. And when he looks in the mirror in the morning, the only one he has to have to blame is himself. He got his dream job, his dream job. Again, a, a once-in-a-generation quarterback falls in his lap. He, again, his team comes together and wins a championship, which was the greatest season maybe in the history of college football, and he doesn't follow up. He doesn't follow up. He should have took a page from Nick Saban's book. Okay? No time to bask in the glow of a championship because you're now expected to defend that championship. The expectations rise. No, Coach, Coach O was obviously naive when he chose to bask in the glow of a national championship. Because since then, this team is 8-7 and seven since the Natty. 8-7. And, and that ain't going to cut it at LSU. That ain't going to cut it. Now, he's going to walk away with $21 million. He's going to walk away with, again, a national championship at his dream job. But it's over. It's done. Okay? Put a fork in it. Okay? At this point, uh, you know, you might want to do the program a favor and just move on after the Kentucky game if they, if they end up losing that. Because it's only just a matter of time now. Because i got to believe at this point, if, if the fan base has seen enough, if even the media members, again, who were, had his back and, and, and were touting him to be the next head coach, or have turned on him, well, I'm sure that Scott Woodward has seen enough as well. Because I'm going to be honest with you, the boosters and the fan base certainly have. Pathetic, honestly. Just a fall from, uh, he has to, he has to, the blame goes squarely on Ed Ogeron because Ed Ogeron didn't tend to, to, to his team after they won a national championship. And that's the bottom line. And that's why he is where he is today. That's why he is where he is today. 
again, he's a dead coach walking. And that's just the way it is. Uh, after watching that debacle on Saturday night, this is a t- Auburn's not a good team, okay? And we're 22nd ranked in the in in in, in the uh, in in, uh, in in the polls. Give me a break, okay? But LSU's the worst team. Kentucky upset Florida over the weekend. Kentucky's riding high. I mean, have you, think about in, in the history of the program since you've been alive. Have you ever been afraid of Kentucky in football? Seriously, okay? And there's a chance that this weekend you got to worry about Kentucky kicking your ass if you're if you're an LSU fan. Unacceptable, unacceptable. So the die is cast here. Just a matter of again when Scott Woodward wants to make the move. Look, I'm amused again. Who's going to take over? Look at this point. Who cares? Who takes over? Okay, maybe again they'll rally the troops like Ed Ogeron did. But this time, let's not make the mistake of again a short-term turnaround and then think it's going to be a long-term answer. Because Ed Ogeron was never qualified to be the LSU head coach. It was a great story. And unfortunately, again, he didn't do the hard work that was necessary to be able to keep his job. So he walks away a rich man, $21 million in his pocket, plus, again, whatever else he's made. Also, the natty that he's got sitting on his mantle and, and, and a lot of great memories at LSU. But it's over. And the quicker it comes to an to end, the better for everybody involved here. Uh, because there's recruiting to be able to worry about now. Uh, and again, this this upcoming recruiting class uh, looks like it's pretty good. Somehow, some way, you got to hold the reins on it. And then not just that, with again the transfer rules now, you got to be in a situation where you got to try to hold on to your players here because you don't want a situation where again it is a total dismantling of the program for the next head coach. But I'll say this: can't be get, can't be going second class anymore. Can't be can't be going uh, bottom feeding for your head coach anymore. This is LSU. Too much money goes through this program not to get, again, among the best in the nation to be here. Ultimately, that's going to be Scott Woodward's job. So far, so, so far he's proven that, again, uh, he, again, he reaches for the stars when, when he's looking for his next head coach. Hopefully the next head coach at LSU will be someone that, again, that everyone from the SEC all the way down is going to have to reckon with. Because Ed Ogeron at this point, as I mentioned earlier, is a dead coach walking. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. We'll go over some stats. And also, again, we'll talk about the Saints as we open up the 5 o'clock hour. Look, I ain't got much more, much better news for Tulane as well. Tulane's not going to escape the wrath today either, okay? Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Had a buddy of mine uh, text me over the weekend, E, I'm getting myself a generator. I'm not going through this again. Um, uh, give me Burkhardt's number. Uh, if you're looking for a generator, all you got to do is call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll come out, sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of powering your, your home or your business up when, you generate, when, you're, uh, when the electricity goes down. Uh, then they'll do a single-day install with that generator for your home. Uh, financing is available. Generators pay it over time. They have to come out all the money up front. That's huge, especially, again, with so, much, uh, so many things having to be paid for right now in the aftermath of Ida. Uh, also, 24-7, 365 emergency service. You know, there's an emergency out there. You need service. They're there for you. Other than that, they got service for you, uh, and of course, a, ware- a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need when it comes to generators. Generator sales and service, Burkhart's the expert. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. 
the quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP sale with big savings on the latest fall arrivals and great deals on your go-to beauty picks, fragrances, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Delays remain steady if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection on the eastbound side from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Along the west, on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, delays remain solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Clearview to Veterans. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Delays are solid on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady. From just past Orleans to the high rise. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
We'll go back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Tough, tough weekend for, uh, again, the football fans, especially for the big three, Saints, LSU, and Tulane. Um, I know a lot of the Southern Conference teams did well, and, uh, you know, Southeastern, some of these other teams. And look, I'm happy for each and every one of them. Uh, but down here, again, it's pretty much, you know, LSU, Tulane, and, um, and also uh, uh, the Saints. Uh, as far as LSU goes, just about the game quickly before I go to Tulane. Uh, 24-19 losers to Auburn, unacceptable. Uh, LSU was up 13-0, got outscored 24-6 in the second half, unacceptable. The tackling was sloppy. I mean, they made Bo Nix look like Russell Wilson. I mean, I mean just arm tackling, uh, you know, uh, throwing their body at, 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 uh, at players instead of wrapping up. I mean, it was just it was horrible to watch. It really was, okay? The offensive line is historically horrible. I mean, just horrible. 32 yards rushing uh, again for, for the Tigers. Uh, it's the first time in this century that Auburn won at LSU, okay? They haven't won at LSU since 1999. That's 22 years. Then again, you got, you got uh, Max Johnson calling out his, calling out his coordinator uh, saying that Pease is not getting the, the plays in quick enough. I thought we had solved that. I thought that was done. Oh, that, that was a problem. Look, I'm telling you right now, this, un, this one-dimensional offense that they have right now, uh, well, again, throwing the football, it's an unwinnable formula. You can't be one-dimensional in the SEC. And, have a, and again, uh, you have to have at least a semblance of a running game, and they don't. Auburn adjusted like every other team is going to adjust very, very quickly. And then that means Max Johnson's got to be perfect on almost every play. Okay? I mean, almost every play. Just to be able to win, he's almost going to be perfect on every play. So, first of all, he's got to take the snap. He's got to figure out, again, where the rush is coming from. Then he's got to dodge the rush, keeping his eyes downfield to try to get it to, again, his playmaking receivers. I mean, asking a lot of asking a lot of the guy that's only only started seven games, okay. Uh, also, peace. You know, where's the imagination in the offense? If you can't run the football and you are refusing to run the football, or again, we know it is again the offensive line is so horrible that that, that you don't you can't run the football. I mean, why not use the wide receivers more? Jet sweeps. I know they're using them on the short passing game, but utilize them more. Spread the field out. But let me say this. You build the team in the trenches, okay? And I talked a little bit about this in my monologue. Ogeron has feasted on Louisiana athletes, but he's failed to begin to build the offensive line. And to some degree up, up until this class, where, again, I'm very, very hopeful about the young players that are in this class, uh, the defensive line. So you can blame it on, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, o- overrating uh, players that are, that are coming out of high school because, again, it's tough to be able to, to, be able to uh, know how a guy is going to translate from – uh, high school to college uh, at the offensive defensive lines because most of these guys are huge and they're playing against kids that again are not even close to their size. So again, you you got to try to be able to try to figure out how they're going to translate, okay, to the to the major college level. But then another part of this is they just don't develop linemen at LSU. They used to, but they don't anymore. Okay. Figure this out. Look at the NFL draft. We see cornerbacks, we see linebackers, we see wide receivers, we see running backs, quarterbacks, even tight ends, okay? But very few of his, again, recruited and developed, and I use developed with air quotes, offensive defensive linemen are playing on Sunday. More defensive linemen than offensive linemen, okay? Everybody has athletes in the SEC, ladies and gentlemen, okay? But in the SEC, you win in the trenches. That's the difference. I mean, poor, I mean, poor Max Johnson. I mean... Somebody asked me about the pocket. I said, what pocket? Half the, when you look at the line, half the line is either on the ground or in the process of falling down. Just an embarrassing, embarrassing loss 
uh, to Auburn. And this is just no knock against Auburn. It's a knock against LSU. And, and again, what they have become under Ed Ogeron. And I go back to what I said as we opened up the show. It's all on him. He didn't tend to his crop. He didn't tend to his program. Okay, he basked in the glow of the, the national championship, spent too much time in Florida on the beach, running around, okay, doing the rubber chicken circuit, hanging out with his new girlfriend instead of tending to his, his program. And we've seen, uh, again, uh, the fruits of that. Five and five last year. And, of course, this start now, what is it, three and two, but against teams that were garbage in central Michigan uh, and, and also um, uh, McNeese. I mean, come on. Just, uh, you know, it can maybe only be eclipsed by what's happening with, with, with Tulane right now. You know, I'll say this about Tulane. And they're lucky. They're lucky that in this city, sports fans, I'm talking the overall sports fan. I'm not talking about the Tulane fan, the diehard. I'm talking about sports fans and media have, have a soft spot for Tulane. We do. We just do. Okay? We've seen so much losing in, in our lifetimes uh, with this program that we see a glimmer of life. And, and we jump on this unsturdy bandwagon, hoping that this is the year that Tulane's going to break through. But like always, and you're talking about a guy that, again, that when I was growing up, Tulane was my team. I was a water boy in, in the 70s, um, in the mid-70s on the Tulane uh, uh, football team, when, when, when they actually played good football at Tulane, okay? Consistent football. But like the little engine that could, Tulane never can get, seem to get over the hill of mediocrity. And that's where we are. Look, I'm, I'm not knocking Willie Fritz. He's a good coach. There's no doubt he's increased the talent level of the student-athletes that wear the Wave uniform. And I mean student-athletes, okay? Look, LSU's a football factory. Tulane, you've got to be able to make the grades to be able to come in and play there. It's a little tougher to recruit at Tulane, okay? But I, I give him a tremendous amount of credit, okay? He has raised the level of, athletics, of, of athleticism on, on that Tulane team. But let me say this. They're nothing but a tease. That's all Tulane is, a tease. They teased us with a great effort and a moral victory, and, and again, the, 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 the loss to second-rank Oklahoma. And, 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 look, we all thought, man, okay, this team didn't quit. This team came back. This team gave Oklahoma everything they could handle. Maybe this is turning the corner. Maybe we've seen this, the light now at the, at the end of that tunnel. Uh, they blow out Morgan State, okay, like they, like they should have, well, like good teams do. Good teams go in and take care of the teams supposed to take care of. Blew them out. Embarrassed them. Then they come back to earth versus Ole Miss. Even at that point, you kind of take a step back. You say it's an SEC team. Uh, you look at, at, at a coach and Kiffin that was trying to prove something to the country. Uh, you look at uh, a, a quarterback and Matt Corral that was, again, trying to, uh, to, to get on, on the radar of the Heisman. He had his Heisman moment that, uh, on that game. So, you just kind of take it as an outlier. You say, look, they're a better team. They come from a better conference. Even though, again, we thought they might be able to hang with them, they couldn't. And the only reason you thought they could hang with them is because they hung with Oklahoma. But they couldn't. Uh, you know, you look at, at, at Ole Miss. Ole Miss had something to prove that night. They did it. They proved it. Now, they didn't prove much against Alabama this weekend, but they proved it against Tulane. But what happened against UAB last weekend and this weekend versus East Carolina should be considered unacceptable in any other program. But this is Tulane, right? Okay? Now, <laughs> neither, neither team would, 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 didn't roll over and, 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 uh, and, and just die like, like Tulane expected they would after hearing how talented this Tulane was uh, this season. Obviously, that's pretty obvious at this point. Neither team at this point. Uh, 
UAB came out and physically dominated them. East Carolina embarrassed them. Yeah, Tulane mounted a comeback after being dominated, but they still lost the games. So here is the most talented team in the Willie Fritz era, and they're one in four. One in four. Here's the bad news, Tulane fans. The next three games, Houston on Thursday here in New Orleans, SMU and Cincinnati, <laughs> the way this team is playing, they're going to be one in seven. One in seven. One in seven. Overconfidence? That's the other part of this that's mind-blowing. Honestly, it is. It's mind-blowing. Overconfidence should not be an issue for this team anymore. There should be no reason that you're overconfident ever walking on a football field again if you're this two-lane team, okay? That goes out the window, okay? You got your ass whipped by Ole Miss, um, Southern, uh, Ole Miss um, um, UAB, and now East Carolina three consecutive weeks. Three consecutive weeks. Moral victories for keeping it close. That cash was checked with Oklahoma. You don't get that anymore. There's no more moral victories. You're done with the moral victories. Now, this team better go into the next three weeks hoping they didn't get routed like they did at Ole Miss because that's what's on the horizon now. That, literally, that's what it is. This team got, uh, got dominated by the la- on the last two weeks by teams they were supposed to be on the same level as. And let me say this, folks. Injuries are a factor, but they're not an excuse. Every single team is going through injuries. It's not an excuse. No way. No way, no how. So they're stepping up up, up in class now, okay? Okay, the last two weeks they got dominated by teams that were supposed to be on the same level. Now they're stepping up in class for the next three weeks. And it's going to get really ugly. It's going to get really ugly for this two-lane team. Lucky for Willie Fritz. I can say this for Willie Fritz, and I'm going to tell you right now. If he's sitting in his office listening, Willie, I just got to say right now, you are so lucky that unlike Ed Ogeron, mediocrity is the high bar at Tulane because that's the way it is. See, at LSU, mediocrity, that's not the high bar. People are pissed off in Baton Rouge right now about the way Ed Ogeron has let this program crater. And at, 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 here at Tulane, there's no, Willie Fritz is not going anywhere unless he wants to go somewhere because mediocrity is the high bar here that, because that's all you're going to get. Well, again, I, I was happy with again the 500 finish and getting to a, uh, getting to a bowl game or getting, uh, you know, getting to the situation where again uh, you had a chance to be able to maybe have a winning season. All that's been great the last couple of years, and and I applaud Willie Fritz for lifting up the program, but again, you have not lifted it up far enough, and uh, you know again that they have to demand more if you're a Tulane fan because right now again mediocrity is the high bar this year with this team with this schedule now. Might be one in seven after the next three games. You're lucky to get mediocrity. And that's a shame because there were high hopes that this team was actually going to break through this year and, and be a force in the American Athletic Conference. And you wonder why no, pro, no other conference is taking a look at Tulane? Frustrating, man. Frustrating. You know, so many of us thought that this was going to be a turnaround season for the Wave. And, and this team overconfident. Can I say it again? Overconfident? Overconfident? Tulane being overconfident? Please. You know, this is Rick Jones' baseball team. Maybe you got a reason to be overconfident. But the football team should never be overconfident, ever. And now they're, they're staring at a possibility of being one and seven when they finish up with, again, the three juggernauts they're playing on, on, their, on, their, uh, on their schedule. Houston on Thursday, SMU, then Cincinnati. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue the discussion. 
Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Southern Tire, again, largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area and something for everyone's budget. Folks, I'm just telling you right now. Uh, they're not going to pressure you, high pressure with sales, trying to get you to buy, again, the most expensive tire. They're going to leave it to you, okay? If you've done your research and you know what you're looking for, again, or maybe you're just basing this on price, whatever it is, uh, they're going to listen to you, the customer. If you've got an issue with your tires, again, you roll over some debris, some nails in the road, uh, they're there to be able to repair that tire and get you back on the road quickly. If for some reason it cannot be repaired, well, then you've got a larger selection of tires and wheels in the metropolitan area. Again, wheels and tires of 30 inches and financing is available. If your rims get damaged because of debris, they can repair your, your rims as well. Don't toss them in, in, into, the, into the dumpster or, 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 or uh, out, out for the trash. Bring them over to Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get right there at Southern Tire. And, of course, you don't have those sticker shock prices from the dealership. For a company you can trust with your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or your own personal vehicle, think Southern Tire. Open Monday through, through Friday from 8 to 6, uh, Saturdays from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, and ladies and gentlemen, there is no way you stay in business in this town that long unless you're taking care of your customers. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. 
Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Hello? Hello, Mrs. Koontz. It's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? Uh, says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour. Well, can we reschedule? Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. You want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll notice. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bed-time story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream, even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade. How extreme! And oh, look at that. You just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys. It's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast, and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell, because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. A participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. Back to Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, staying with Tulane for a minute. We're going to talk Saints uh, in, in the in the uh, second hour, right at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Larry Holder will join us at 535 from the Athletic. 52-29 to 29 loses to East Carolina. They, they were uh, down 24 nothing in the second quarter, okay? Now, look, they, they, they came back, but, you know, what are we going to give them, a sucker because they came back? I mean, they're supposed to come back. Four turnovers. Um they gave up 310 yards rushing, okay, uh, a total of, um, of uh, 302 yards passing, uh, 612 total yards the defense gave up. Uh, the four turnovers, Pratt had three interceptions, uh, was that Johnson had, had, had a fumble. I mean, just unacceptable, un- unacceptable, uh, the, the, the way the Tulane played against a team that they were favored to beat. And the, the, the speed on the field, what, what, what you could see was decisively, decisively in uh, East Carolina's favor. Um, again, the shoddy tackling uh, and just overall, just again, horrible play. I give Tulane a lot of credit. They came out after the half and they, you know, they drove down twice. Uh, again, trying to make the game close, but well, again, East Carolina just turned on, on, on the Jets and just blew right by them uh, to be able to win the game. But you're not winning a game when, when, when you turn the ball over four times uh, if you're Tulane. And that's just the way it is. Okay, and then the defense giving up 612 yards. Give me a break. The long runs, uh, you know, what is it? Uh, the kid Mitchell, uh, 222 yards, two touchdowns, two, uh, two, two really long runs on, on 15 carries, just night and day. And this is a team that, again, I think, I think I'm, I'm almost positive they, they were a favorite going into this, into this game. Uh, really, really frustrating. Frustrating weekend, i got to be honest with you. I was just telling, uh, telling uh, uh, Rudy, you know, I take my I take my job seriously. So we uh, my 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 family had a wedding to go to, and unfortunately, I, told, I just told my wife the, the way the games are set up and Tulane's on on um, on the uh, on the ESPN Plus. I said I'm just not gonna be able to make the weddings. I got to do my job, 
And when my wife got home from the wedding, and she went with my sister, I was like, you know what? I'd have done better going to the wedding. Honestly, I would have. Then then they'd rather be, again, uh, upset and pissed off about what I watched uh, between Tulane and LSU on Saturday. Just absolutely ridiculous. And it didn't get much better on Sunday uh, with the Saints. And uh, we'll talk more about the Saints when, when we get to the second hour. But uh, I'm frustrated like a lot of people in this town are frustrated right now with what's going on in LSU especially, but also Tulane because much was expected of Tulane this year. Uh, you know, the Saints, I'm going to be honest with you, um, you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not calling the, the, the postmortem on the Saints right now. I'm just not, okay? I think the Saints, uh, a quarter into the season, uh, they have an opportunity to be able to turn this thing around. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. AC goes down, Burkhardt's there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now, spread your payments over five years, and give back at Diamonds Direct on Suburban Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Coming up in hour number two, Larry Holder of The Athletic is going to join us on the program. Don't forget, Jude Young joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Of course, he is uh, with CrestedySports.com uh, and also right here on 106.1 All Access. You can hear him each and every Tuesday uh, right here following this program. Uh, so I look forward to having him on, on the TV show this week. Uh, the podcast will be up shortly after the program ends. Those of you that look for it on Facebook, you won't see that until Facebook comes back online. But we'll put that on Twitter. And, of course, you can always go to, the, to your favorite podcasting app and check out the, uh, the podcast. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Derek Asher. Stick around, won't you? Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Here's our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Whether you're listening on uh, 106.1 FM, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, those mobile apps, take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 uh, FM or, again, the uh, ericasher.com. Uh, our podcast and all the major podcasting platforms. You're gonna pick. You're gonna check it out later. Uh, thanks so much for tuning into the program. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week features Jude Young of CrestedSports.com and also uh, right here at All, all Access on 106.1 FM. Uh, Thursday live broadcast on LAE TV at 1 p.m. Also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. Then 6 o'clock with our first rebroadcast on um, LAE, followed by a 10 p.m. rebroadcast on WLAE TV 2 on Thursday. Friday nights, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, uh, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce every Saturday morning, 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, Larry Holder is our guest. He will join us at the bottom of this hour. And, of course, uh, the, uh, we've already talked about the Saints. I'm sorry, we talked about uh, LSU and Ed Ogeron. Um, in, in the first hour, along with Tulane and Willie Fritz. So, again, if you missed any of that, you can check out the podcast. should be up about 20 minutes after the program. Uh, speaking of, of the home teams, Auburn, 24-19 to 19 winners over LSU. LSU now 3-2 and two overall, 1-1 one one in the conference. East Carolina uh, blows out Tulane, 52-29. to 29. Tulane is now 1-4, 0-1 in the conference uh, with um, – Houston on Thursday night, followed by SMU and Cincinnati. Murderer's row, okay? Murderer's row uh, for, for Tulane. Uh, the Saints blew it yesterday. Giants 27, uh, Saints 21 in overtime. Saints are now 2-2. Two and two, And uh, very, very frustrating watching that game yesterday. Uh, you know, Peyton always says there's a lot of dirty hands, uh, a lot of dirty hands, including Peyton, okay? Including Peyton on this one. There's no doubt about it. Peyton does not escape the criticism on what happened yesterday. But, look, let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. I may have passed post-mortem on, on LSU and Tulane's football season because they're over. They're done. Tulane's not going to a bowl game. LSU will be lucky to get to a bowl game. Uh, and at this point, again, if you just – I mean, the, the merciful thing to do is just fire Ed Ogeron and get it over with. Because even if he d- does one of these miraculous turn things around – uh, there, there is a deep-seated problem within this program. There's a cancer that needs to be cut out. And, and Ed Ogeron's just not up to the job. It's been proven, okay? Uh, and so Scott Woodward, hopefully, he's already got his ducks in a row. And as I said earlier, uh, LSU's not a program where you take the leftovers or you take the bottom feeders or you take guys that need to learn on the job on how to be a coach or coordinator. Uh, I'm, I'm, I have full faith that Scott Woodward's going to bring in a big-time coach to take over this program. But the Saints blew it on Sunday. There's no other way, way, way to put it. They blew it, okay? Look, Jameis Winston has been taking a lot of brunt of, of criticism because of, again, the lack of offense. We're used to seeing a Drew Brees offense. Um, I thought he played well. He had great stats as well. I, I thought his comfort level was probably at the highest we've seen all season. There was at one point he went and he hit 12 straight passes. Okay, he was 17 for 23, 226 yards. He had one touchdown, no interceptions again uh, uh, for, for Jameis Winston. But let's face it, some of this is on Sean Payton. At this point, he's your quarterback, okay? You're not going to Taysom Hill and the punts that he throws. Uh, Trevor Simeon is not going to come in and play for you. So, again, if you're going to run this offense and not run an RPO offense with, uh, with, with Taysom Hill, 
Well, you got to have faith in your quarterback. And he, and he doesn't seem to have faith in, in Jameis Winston up to this point. Look, Taysom was a factor, once again. You can utilize him in that jack-of-all-trade roles, especially with the quarterback power. Again, he had, he had uh, uh, two touchdowns, one of them, again, where he carried the entire uh, Giants team into the end zone. It was, just a, it was, a, it was a great run by him. Uh, but you can't let him throw the ball with a punt, looking like a punt uh, for that interception. I mean, that sets you back, you know, and he's got to be smarter than that. All preseason long, we see him holding on to the football and, you know, again, making right decisions, in some cases being criticized for, for again, being too cautious. And then he throws this ball to, to, to Deontay Harris. Like, Harris is going to out-jump, okay, the, the, the secondary. Well, and he was double-covered, by the way, uh, of the Giants. Give me a break. Just a bad, bad move on the part of Taysom Hill and a bad call on the, on the part of, um, of, uh, of, of Sean Payton. Look, Kamara was a workhorse again. 26 carries, 120 yards, no receptions for the first time, I think, as a saint. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to last. He's not going to last. I talked about it last week with 24 carries. He is not going to last. These are not 20 carries, four carries to the outside, 26 carries to the outside. These are 24 carries up the gut, okay, taking a physical pounding. Okay, these are tough carries, 24 to 26 carries of tough carries per game, that, again, that, that is going to affect him down the line. Uh, they, they've got not the loss of, of Murray, and it was talked about by myself, also Scott Craig, when he was on our program. Again, you, you look at that, it was, it was going to be a huge loss. Look, I understand why they had to do it, okay, because you felt like you had to bring in a, a, a veteran corner in Roby. And Roby may, again, start to see more playing time down the line, although, again, even though Debo had a tough day yesterday. But, look, you didn't go in and fill, fill the spot. You need a big back. You need someone to take some of the pressure off of a Camara and allow them to do the inside running. Uh, again, this is going to come back to haunt the Saints. Okay, if Peyton doesn't get a big back and get him soon. You looked at the wide receiver position, often criticized, and right, rightly so, okay? Again, look, they're undrafted free agents. They're cast-off pass catchers. Uh, they came alive. Callaway had a nice catch. Uh, you know, again, Johnson, Juwan Johnson had the touchdown. Montgomery had a nice and nice catches. Even still, Stills had, again, a nice uh, long, long play. Of course, they got called back because of Troutman. Troutman, so much was expected of Troutman to take the next step this year. He's been a disappointment. Uh, dropping the football, getting penalties, whiffing on blocks. He's just not ready. He's not ready at this point. And it's frustrating uh, because everybody thought after what we saw last year, he was going to be a guy who's going to be able to slide right in and be a factor. Up to this point, one quarter of the season, uh, he has been a, a negative for this team, not a positive. But the Saints took the lead yesterday, and they blew it, losing in overtime uh, to, again, uh, up until then, a, a winless Giants team. Unacceptable, ladies and gentlemen, unacceptable. And as much as, again, you throw this on Peyton, okay, because, and, and look, I'll get into that a little bit later on, uh, but it, it's also on the defense that was being touted as one of the league's uh, best by themselves and others, and that's part of the problem here. Sunday in front of the Superdome, uh, you're talking about a crowd that, again, was starved for football, okay, this home crowd. The defense resembled the defenses of Peyton's 7-9 and nine era, okay? You're talking about, you know, seven and three straight 7-9 and nine seasons where they were historically bad. That's what they look like instead of, again, the historic Dome Patrol, which, again, they've been comparing themselves to. Individual tackling, horrible, absolutely horrible, horrible. Gang tackling that we had saw early in the season, non-existent, okay? They couldn't cover the Giants' backup wide receivers. I want you to think about it. Giants had injuries. I'm not saying Galladay's a bad receiver. He's not. 
But, again, you're talking about guys that, again, couldn't beat out the guys in front of them, okay? Even with the Giants going max protection. So you've only got a limited amount of pass catchers going out in, in, into, into, um, into, in, into pass coverage, but yet they still couldn't contain them, okay? The defense for the first time this year looked confused. Confused. Pre-snap, post-snap, confused. They rarely pressured Jones. We, we talked about it last week. Daniel Jones was coming into this game and was probably going to be on his horse running constantly because the Saints were going to put pressure on him. And he's a guy, again, that leads. He leads the Giants in rushing. He didn't have to run. There were no sacks. There were six hurries. He could have sat back there li- literally and had a martini and a snack, and, and he still wouldn't have got hit. This defense gave up seven plays of 20 yards or more and two over 50. And that's one of the things they said going into the season. They, they proud themselves on not giving up the explosive plays. I swear, ladies and gentlemen, I thought I was watching a replay of the LSU defense from the night before as an 11-point fourth-quarter lead evaporated right before our very eyes. Peyton, okay, I mean, look, he's the head coach. It, the buck stops with him. Horrible decisions that hurt his team. First of all, you got a kick in Roses that, that he sucks. He's not good. He's inconsistent. There was a reason why he was on the street. I'm still, my mind is blown why they didn't go after the rookie kicker uh, that, that, was, that was in Baltimore, okay, to come in to be a stopgap for, for, for Will Lutz. 58-yard field goal attempt? Are you kidding me? Really? I mean, unacceptable. The delay of game? When you needed to move the football, unacceptable. I mean, that's just things that just don't happen, the delayed game penalties under, under Peyton. And you can look at Winston's face. When it happened, that was on Peyton, okay? Winston's waiting on the play, and it's just not getting to him. Don't put that on Winston. Look, he has to trust Winston or don't play him at all. You can't be half pregnant, right? Either he's your quarterback or he's not. And at some point, you're just going to have to roll with, with Winston because there ain't much behind it. When you look at Dennis Allen, who's had a great season though so far, he seemed helpless to adjust on the fly. I mean, literally had no answers for the Giants' passing game. That is so un-Dennis Allen-like. But all we've been hearing from this defense is boasting, okay? Boasting about how, how, you know, how they're going to carry this team post-breeze. But they sucked before the home crowd, giving up explosive play after explosive play, okay? Jones, as I mentioned before, leading rusher going into the game. He didn't have to run, okay? He had all day to throw from the pocket. Saints are now 2-2. Two and 0-1 two. Oh in October, where the Saints, are, again, are supposed to be unbeatable. And they lost to a bad, bad Giants team, okay, with, 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 with a bad Washington team on deck before the bye. This is their second conference loss, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Uh, losing to Carolina, that's a, that is a conference loss and a division loss. This is another conference loss. There is no way. There is no way, okay, that this team does not come back to haunt them uh, for the race for a playoff spot. There's no way. Team's 0-3. You got the lead. You let them take you to overtime. You don't get the ball back, and they beat you. This will come back to haunt you. There's no doubt, okay? This team is not good enough or not deep enough to buy into the hype, and that's exactly what they have done, okay? On the defensive side, they have bought into all the hype. I'm going to say it right now. Peyton put yo-yos in everybody's uh, uh, locker this past week, okay? Trying to tell the, tell the team that, again, he doesn't want to have a yo-yo season up and down. 
Maybe Peyton should have pulled out the cheese tray because this group is definitely eating the cheese at 2-2. Two and two. That Green Bay win is ancient history. Nobody's looking back at that. Nobody could kill. Matter of fact, Green Bay's playing much better ball where you can say the Saints not. And Breeze is in the booth, ladies and gentlemen. He ain't coming out, okay? He ain't coming out of retirement and coming back to be the emotional leader of this team or the rock that the franchise can rely on. The new leadership on this team, okay, needs to quit worrying about nicknames and early season accolades because that's the problem right now. When you got to name your, when you got to go with again figuring out what your nickname is going to be for your team or your defense, and you're listening to all the accolades about how good you are, oh man, the cheese trade should have definitely been brought out. This version of the Saints has to play with the same intensity they had for Green Bay every single play, every single game, and let the results speak for themselves. But nicknames and pats on the backs, that comes from the fans, that comes from the media. This team needs to concentrate on winning. And, again, you want to talk about Tulane buying into the hype, overconfident. This team bought into the hype. This defense bought into the hype more than anything else. Okay? The defense bought into the hype. Now, I'm not giving up on this team. I'll just say that right now. But they're not good enough to bring a half-assed effort. Okay? And, and the lack of, lack of attention to detail against any opponent this season. They're just not. Okay? They're, they're not also not good enough to overcome the coaching mistakes that we saw on Sunday, okay? To me, all this boasting that they've been going on, it's been going on for the last couple weeks about how good this defense is, you got to show it on the field each and every play. That's the ticket to a successful seal season for the Saints. And that was an issue, okay? I think this team bought into the, to the hype of themselves, listening to, and this is, this is where, again, strong leadership really makes a difference for you. Because you, again, are, are constantly telling some of these young players. Because I want to you remind you of something, folks. This team was gutted in the offseason. You got a lot of players. You got 14 undrafted free agents on this team. You got a lot of players that, again, maybe were here once or one, one or two years, but they're still considered, considered young players. So the veterans on this team have to grab these young players and let them know that in the NFL, nobody's giving you anything. You have to take it. And all this braggadocious crap that's been going on the last couple weeks about being as good as the Dome Patrol, give me a break. Give me a break. You couldn't show up and beat the Giants on Sunday. Now, again, not giving up on the team. I think that, that when you look at this long term, this could be a blip on the radar screen. But the problem is now you've lost two games within the conference, one within the division. you now got to make that up somewhere else. you got to make it up somewhere else, and that's going to be very, very difficult. Okay, because uh, we, can all, we can all say, and I've said it even on this program, I'm guilty of it as well. Well, when the Saints get through the bye week and then Anya Mata come and, uh, and, and Thomas are able to come back and some of the other players that are on IR, we saw the, we saw the uh, graphic put up on the uh, screen yesterday. Man, look, excuses are for the losers. And in, 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 in the Peyton era, there's been no excuses. In the Breeze era, there were no excuses allowed. So this, this, now this team, this new group of leaders that's supposed to be leading this team, they better stand up and realize, again, all this naming of the nicknames of the defense and patting your back on the accolades, that ain't going to cut it. That ain't going to cut it because you're going to get your ass kicked like you did this weekend against an 0-3 team. And that's exactly what happened. Peyton talked about it, keeping a team hanging around that long. It's as much on Peyton as it is on his team. Okay, He's got to get his team ready, and he's got to be able to make sure that he gets, to some of the, gets through to these young players. And even, again, the, the, the other veteran players who bought into all this self-generated hype. You're two and two.
two and two. That ain't going to get you a playoff spot, that's for sure. Hopefully, they'll turn it around. As I've said, I've already, again, I'm, I've already got LSU and Tulane season in the crib, and we're throwing the dirt on them. I don't think that's the case right here with the Saints because I think they're talented enough to turn it around. But they got to play each and every week, and they got to play each and every week like, again, they're, they're, they're behind the eight ball. And if they don't, we're going to see an effort like we saw yesterday, and we're going to see a team come back on them. Unacceptable performance, unacceptable coaching job, uh, and, and, and un- unacceptable leadership by the leaders on this team to allow the hype train to be able to take these guys to what they did yesterday where they just didn't show up. All right, we'll take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Remember, the Pelicans take on Minnesota tonight. Valanchunas is out. Zion is out. First preseason game. You'll be able to check the uh, Pels out on the uh, Pelicans uh, website. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe get your first look at what the Pell's going to look like. Uh, they are back home on Wednesday taking on uh, Orlando at a 7 p.m. tip. Uh, Friday night they're in Chicago with a 7 p.m. tip. And then the final preseason game is against Utah on October the 11th. That is an 8 p.m. tip. And then the regular season starts on October the 20th against the uh, Philadelphia 76ers in the Smoothie King Center. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, at Burkhardt, John Burkhardt wanted me to give a message uh, from his family and, of course, his company. Uh, Burkhardt uh, said, nothing is more important to Burkhardt than your family's comfort and safety. Many of us are having a tough time after the storm, and Burkhardt wants you to know that they're there for you, whether it's electrical repairs, a generator, or an air, con- air conditioning system. If you need emergency service, you can always count on Burkhardt. There, Burkhardt is always there ready to help. Now, just like always, we've come a long way uh, from recovery from Hurricane Ida, and we'll get through it together. If you need help, reach out. Trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat. It's hot. Then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icon's never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you could win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we roll. Luke Combs. And Eric Church. One Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Create your trademark style at Macy's VIP sale with big savings on the latest fall arrivals and great deals on your go-to beauty picks, fragrances, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift cards, services, and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. 10 westbound, your delays are heavy from North Claiborne to Canal. And then delays pick back up on 10 westbound, very heavy from City Park 
to just before the I-55 ramp. In the meantime, delays are steady on 10 eastbound from Williams to Power, picking back up from just past City Park to the high-rise. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Delays are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. On the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway, your delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit and delays pick back up along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get an ice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhardt wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhardt will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. I am joined now by Larry Holder of The Athletic. 
Uh, Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Larry. I was, uh, I'm, I'm, I was, I had an, I had, an, you know how, you know me, and 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 uh, uh, the microphone. I was able to utilize that to vent today uh, between LSU, Tulane, and the Saints. So uh, I'm feeling much better. I don't know how the audience is feeling, but I'm feeling much better. <laughs> I was about to say you had a lot to vent about. Uh, so <laughs> and, and and it might not, uh, it might not stop uh, in, in the next coming weeks. Well, uh, when you look at Tulane's schedule, the next three games, that's. You know, they could be one and seven. When you look at LSU's um, um, uh, next few games, uh, leading all the way up to UL Monroe, I mean, it might be hard to find a victory there. Uh, I, I do have faith that the Saints are going to turn this thing around. I'm not, I, like I said today, I, I'm, not throwing, I'm not throwing the dirt on the coffin of the Saints yet. I think there's plenty of football to be played. I think they're a good enough team uh, to be able to overcome. But what happened yesterday is unacceptable. I mean, you do not lose to an 0-3 team. You do not take a lead and then and then blow that lead. Now, I know your your uh, column was more about the offense, but I've been more on the defense today. But let's talk a little bit about your your column and what you saw uh, and what you what you wrote about in the Athletic. Well, it's not that I'm giving the defense a pass. I mean, obviously they gave up big plays uh, and it came back to bite them. But in in my perspective, it's more of a, a bigger picture perspective where I was coming from and in, in writing about how I feel like the offense yesterday, uh, look, they uh, first five possessions, they were in Giants territory, six of the first seven. Uh, you can't trust a field goal kicker uh, and, and you're not able to be as productive as you want to be offensively. Uh, and then of the, uh, the one possession where you weren't uh, in that, uh, in Giants territory with uh, of that the first seven, it's when Taysom Hill throws an interception uh, and you, the Saints were at their own 44. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, uh, it, it, to me, uh, the offense has to be able to pick up the defense at points in this season. It can't all be about uh, the Saints' defense, them leaning on the defense and putting them in great positions to score. Sometimes, uh, the defense could have mishaps, and we saw that yesterday. Uh, because if you look at the, the two games where they won, the Saints' de- defense put the Saints' offense in great positions to be mm-hmm. able to score. Uh, and y- you need to be able to kind of have each other's back at points and time. And I feel like that I'm not sure the way the offense, the, the play calling, the structure, I'm not sure that the Saints' offense is going to be in a position – to pick up the defense when they have a rough outing. Uh, so it's more about a bigger picture. Uh, but in even yesterday's game, though, 21 points, it's not enough to win in the NFL these days. Uh, people mm-hmm. score a lot more points than they used to. And uh, if you're averaging 21 points a game, uh, you're not going to be winning every week. That's just the way it is. And so I think that it's uh, – uh, I, I think the defense just had a, a bad day. Uh, and and it wasn't even the whole day. It was just bad points in time. Uh, sure. I'm more concerned overall with the scope of the offense. To me, it looks as though still uh, that there is still a lack of confidence in Jameis Winston from Sean Payton. Do you get that impression? There's no question about it that that is the case. Uh, because let's see, every week I feel like I come on and I talk about. Jameis Winston's passing attempts. And, well, at least he set a, a single season high um, as the Saints starter in passing attempts in week four. But that was 23 passing attempts. Uh, you know, you're not uh, 
even Jay, even Taysom Hill was allowed more passing attempts when he was a starter last yes. year than Jameis Winston right. has been. Teddy Bridgewater, the same thing. I think part of this is that there is not the complete trust that Jameis Winston will make the right decision. And I get where Sean Payton's coming from, but uh, at some point in the season, that's going to bite you. And uh, you know, look, teams are going to know that the Saints are going to want to run the football. They're going to want to use Alvin Kamara. They're going to want to use Taysom Hill to run the football. They want to use that offensive line. And at some point, that that's going to be taken away. And, right. you know, when is that going to be completely the truth? Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, the Saints were able to go up 11 uh, and be up 11 points in the fourth quarter by using that philosophy. But also, uh, when uh, you want to make some plays and extend drives, you weren't able to do it. Uh, and especially late in the game, final drives couldn't make that happen either. So, uh, to me, it's, it's a confidence thing. Uh, when will Sean Payton feel like, all right, let's let Jameis Winston throw the ball 30 times in a game? I mean, that's not an exorbitant amount. No, not in today's game. here. So, yeah, and especially in Saints terms. Uh, so, uh, I don't know when that's going to happen. Does that happen this coming week when they play Washington, whose defense is kind of uh, taking a step back from what people thought they would be? Uh, or do they wait until, say, Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith uh, come back, or do they? When do they get a, a full strength of an offensive line? I don't know. I just know that that's not the case right now. That uh, there there is a lack of confidence in asking Jameis Winston to even go. I would say almost minimum standards for quarterbacks these days. I mean, Larry, which way is he going? Where's he going to go? Trevor Simeon, Ian Book. I mean, <laughs> I mean, is he? Is he? Is he I mean. Literally, I mean, literally, where is he going to go? Is, is he is he going to take away Taysom Hill's uh, ability to play jack of all trades? You you got to dance with the one you brought to the dance, and guess what? He's dancing with Jameis Winston. So turn him loose. Well, it's not an. It's, I'm not saying that they're going to make a change of quarterback. I mean, they no. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think you are. But at some point, you got to have confidence in the guy that, that that again you named your starter, because behind him ain't much. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, you could say at some point you, you will, but when is that going to happen? I mean, we're, uh, we're uh, well, I guess almost a quarter of the way through the season mm-hmm. now that we have 17 games. Uh, you know, True. math, uh, they, they added right, one yeah. to now. Uh, but still, uh, I, I'm, all, I'm thinking that m- this might happen when someone like Michael Thomas comes back. He's your, a bona fide number one receiver. Uh, you look at the Saints receiving core right now, it's really just a band of guys. And I know we were praising Marquez Callaway during uh, training camp. That's because he looked good. Now, was he going against other teams? And, and they were able to take him away, uh, even though he had a big catch uh, in the Giants game on a deep ball. But still, you know, he's, he's not a number one receiver in the NFL. He's just not. So, uh, if he was, he would have been drafted. I mean, come on. So, it, it, when you're looking at, when will he turn them loose? I wish I had the answer. But uh, I don't think there's any doubt you're going to have to just ride with Jameis Winston. And I think Sean Payton, he's got to evaluate when or if he feels confident. And if he doesn't feel confident in Winston at all, I mean, we're going to see a change next year. I mean, that's yeah. we always have to remember that we are still in the one-year phase. 
if it works out yes. this year, maybe they roll forward. If it doesn't, they will. I, I keep I keep bringing up the same names. <laughs> They'll try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. They'll try to trade mm-hmm. for Russell Wilson. I mean, they sure. will. I mean, there's in my yep. mind, they will be uber aggressive to go get the best quarterback they can possibly make uh, in, in making a trade. Well, and to your point again, when you're when you're not allowing Jameis. Uh, to be able to go out there and run the offense, an offense we've been accustomed to seeing under Breeze, even though it's again it'll, it'll be a little different, you're putting too much pressure on Alvin Kamara. Look, there's no way this dude's going to last. 24 carries last week, 26 carries this week, no receptions for him this week, three receptions last week. I mean, it's not like he's going to the outside and 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 he's playing. He is running inside, tough inside running, and it's going to take its toll on him. We see it here every year, and they're going to need him down the stretch if they're going to make a playoff run. They've got to figure out another way. Um, right now, Taysom Hill is their big back. Uh, they really underrated the loss of what uh, what Latavius Murray is going to bring to this team. Yeah, I do think that, that they left themselves a little thin there. And lo and behold, Tony Jones Jr. gets hurt. So where do you right. go from there? I mean, I, I think <laughs> that that is a spot where – and what was it? Uh, I feel like it was 20 – 18, I'm trying to remember, when they had mm-hmm. to lean on Kamara a lot early. Yep. And then uh, they were able to scale back. But they're going to, like you said, they're going to have to lean more on Kamara uh, more than ever, but it's going to take its toll. I mean, that's uh, there are not too many backs in the NFL who can do that, take that bell cow role and run with it. I mean, the only person I can think of who's actually been healthy and able to do it is Derrick Henry because mm-hmm. we've seen McCaffrey get hurt. Yeah. We've seen Dalvin Cook get hurt. Uh, Saquon Barkley gets hurt. Like, you get hurt. And yeah, so, he's just a different kind of back, though. His physicality is, I mean, right. above a different, any of the guys you mentioned. He's a different animal. Uh, you yep. know, even to a degree, Zeke Elliott, but even they have mm-hmm. Tony Pollard now, who uh, sure. might get ten carries a game. So and you like the one-two uh, punch with him and with him and, and and Latavius Murray. But if you let Murray go, and look, I understand why they had to do it, but you got to bring somebody in that's a physical back that that can help you. They're out there. I mean, again, guys didn't come in and give you a few plays here and there. Uh, it, it's something they really got to consider going forward. Well, they're paying Taysom Hill how much money? So oh, yeah. they're probably going to ride. They're going to ride him. They have to at this point mm-hmm. because maybe they're not in a uh, in a shape financially. I mean, if you got to let Xavier yep, Murray walk because you, you can't afford two million bucks, I mean, right? Hey, you're you're, you're in bad shape. And oh no, uh, they're up against I, it. That's for sure. Right. Right. Hey, exactly. hey, Larry, hang in there. I want to come back. I want to talk about the defense, and then I want to get into LSU. Okay, yeah, and we got time. Got we'll get into Tulane as well. You're listening okay. to Inside New Orleans again. Uh, Larry Holder of the Athletic is our guest. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Asher with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms. Changing this (coughs) into this. NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Uses directed. And now a small business setback. Delivered by a kind French stranger. Uh, monsieur, there was an accident. The windshield of your catering van is, uh, how do you say, kaput? But progressive has an extensive network of repair shops. Now, we sing about the old days. Brave marin revient de guerre. When things go wrong with your small business, it's comforting to know you have Progressive Commercial. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at progressivecommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Exam 4 needs to be sanitized. Mersana's MRI clinic isn't operating at max efficiency. She needs a new certified tech certifiably now. Someone's waiting in room 2 for an ACL scan. Can you handle that? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Your AC goes down. Maybe, again, you need that heater uh, cleaned and ready to go for the upcoming uh, fall whenever it gets here or winter season. Think Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. Burkhardt AC and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Larry Holder, the athletic, is our guest. Larry, again, uh, before I get into defense, coaching, uh, you know, uh, Peyton talks about dirty hands all the time. And, uh, you know, the coaching also had – coaching staff got some dirty hands yesterday. Uh, the 58-yard field goal, the um, uh, the delay of the game, some of the play calls by Peyton were scratching. Allen's inability to be able to adjust. Uh, when you start talking about the uh, uh, the Giants, they went max protect, and literally you have to – Galloway, uh, Galladay, who's a very good, good, good wide receiver, but but Tony is a is a is a rookie, and and, and Ross is a is a cast off, okay, and, and they couldn't do that, and they and and so uh, some of this goes on the coaching as well. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And uh, Peyton even said after the game, it's funny uh, when when the Saints lose, and you've seen it for years and years, Eric. Uh, Sean Payton seems to be more open in press conferences after losses uh, to admit mistakes. And uh, like he admitted right away, what is he doing Mm -hmm. going for a 58-yard field goal? They should have punted. And, of course, the the lack of a a trusted kicker uh, with Will Luttert and um, Aldrich Rosas, who's not been accurate, uh, it it affects the way he calls the game. And, And he needs to be able to figure that out. And so... The delay a game penalty too. That was befuddling to challenge. That was befuddling. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes, it was. Yeah, it was almost. He was just like bitter about a, an officiating call and, and just challenge it. You knew it wasn't going to work, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what are you doing? Uh, so yeah, I think that's uh, that you add it up, and, and and he even said, look, even if one or two of those aspects go differently. Uh, right, you 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 might win the game, and you don't even go to overtime. But uh, but that's the way it is in the NFL. I mean, because you know the Giants weren't the Jets. Like even though they were zero and three, they still mm-hmm. they could have easily been two and one. Uh, yeah, they lost they the had close game. games, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you can't you can't make all those mistakes, uh, even if you're up eleven points, uh, and and think the game's in the bag. So I, I think that's certainly something. And of course, defensively. Uh, they were able to max protect and Daniel Jones was able to play and, and pick apart the Saints defense toward the yep. end. Uh, what's, what's going on with Marshawn Lattimore? I mean, Saquon Barkley runs past you and it's over uh, for a, for a deep touchdown. And then uh, you know, they picked on Paulson and Debo. Uh, you know, yep. I, I'm wondering if the Saints uh, ponder going through uh, Bradley Roby to start next week. That's something we're going to have mm-hmm. to monitor, but yeah, it's it, everybody, it, you know, the special teams, you couldn't trust them. Defense had lapses. Offense couldn't execute as much as you would have liked to have done, uh, and so it's a it's a game that you should have won and you lost, and you're going to have to make up for this loss somewhere down the line. Like win a game that you probably didn't expect you'd win, even though that happened with Green Bay uh, early on. But still, it's it's almost something like in my eyes, you got to make up for this loss somewhere because this is a game you probably expected to win. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'll, go, I'll say the same thing about the Carolina loss as well. And that's another thing I talked about: two conference losses. Now, if you're gonna you're gonna be in a mix for a wild card at this point, uh, you know you you're gonna go back on this and say, okay, uh, this was one you should have had. 
let's shift gears to to uh, uh, Ed Ogeron and the LSU Tigers. Uh, I, I threw dirt on the coffin today. I mean, after the the, the performance this past week, uh, going back to the five and five last year. At this point, I, I think it's just uh, you know he's he's a dead coach walking at this point, and I just think it's a matter of time before Scott Woodward makes a change. Give us your thoughts on LSU on Saturday night and and Ed Ogeron's future. I'm wondering where the next win comes in, Eric. It's uh, it might ULM? be a minute or two or ten or twelve <laughs> or for a month. Right, exactly. Uh, you needed to get this win. Kentucky's now feeling good about themselves beating Florida, and then you're running into what Ole Miss and Alabama mm-hmm. and uh, you know and in uh, Florida, and so yep. this is a this is a problem. And uh, look, I don't even know. If beating out Auburn, that these problems wouldn't have come up later. But now that they lost to Auburn, it's magnified, and it should be. I mean, here it's amazing, and I love the, I love his honesty. When when Max Johnson is basically calling out the coaching staff yes, that for, was for awesome. not getting the play call in, I mean, yes. hey, that's some, that's some guts, but he's right. He, I, he is right. He, he said right. what we all were thinking. Yes, exactly. So, uh, look, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing how Ed Ogeron, let's see, he, uh, he goes from established coordinators, they don't mm-hmm. get the job done. Fresh coordinators who've never done it, they don't get the job done. Obviously, the, it, and it's funny how he, he came out and just said, uh, you know, oh, the blame is on me, this, that, and the other. Of course it's on you because you, <laughs> you've screwed up all, many times. And not to mention all of the other issues uh, off the actual turf with yes. the Title IX and all of this, all of the other the scandals. Uh, it is uh, it's it's going to be a bumpy rest of the way. And I'm with you in that. I'm I'm I would be surprised if we're not talking about looking for a new coach by the end of this season. I mean, that's it's right. just where we are. You know, it's it's almost like. The national championship was the anomaly, and we're we're seeing who who this actually is. Uh, I agree with that, Larry. But I also think that again, uh, you know, unlike Nick Saban, when he wins a championship, he gets ready to defend the championship. Ed Ogeron quit paying attention to his his program, not interviewing his assistants, hanging out in Florida with the girlfriend. I mean, it's just not a good look. And, and again, now again, when the NFL comes in and, and takes again most of your team away, and then opt outs again, dry up uh, the, the rest of the of the talent. You got a tough. You're in a tough spot. And he just wasn't tending to the flock. And here you are. And if anybody needed to tend to the flock, it was Ed Ogeron. Yeah, and it's it, it's funny though. Like we're talking about LSU here, but. Uh, it almost seems like Nick Saban's the only one who can actually do this. I mean, look, even mm-hmm. Clemson's struggling this year. Well, they're struggling uh, this year, no doubt. Right uh, now, can they get it back? I would think so, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I think Dabo's capable. But, but I don't. Right. Uh, we, we've seen it. Uh, Ed Ogeron doesn't exactly have the same re- resume as Dabo Sweeney. So, uh, no it, it's something that uh, if you want to be a power year in and year out, you got to have someone who can run the program. And make it a power year in and year out, and mm-hmm. it's almost kind of the same thing. Look, uh, the the charm uh, once left Miles, uh, once he, he got past the national championship and things started to wane, it was mm-hmm. all right. That's who more less Miles is. It's the same thing with Ed Ogeron. This is more of who Ed Ogeron is, and uh, it's uh, it, it's something that yeah, you can't take away the national championship year, but I mean, it's Gene Chizik 2.0. 
It's just what it well, is. It is no, it's that's that's is. exactly what it is, no doubt. Larry, always appreciate the time. Tell the folks what you got coming up for us on The Athletic, how folks can subscribe and follow you on social media. I got 45 seconds. Absolutely. All right. At Larry Holder on Twitter, that's your best way to go uh, find my article. Subscribe uh, uh, through The Athletic. Of course, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, I'll have my league-wide column coming up tomorrow morning. Uh, uh, superlatives, uh, you know, and it goes – I have every position group uh, throughout the, uh, the the NFL represented and every team in there. So uh, go check that out. And uh, I think I'm going to do an article this week on wide receiver separation across the league. It's a concern through the Saints. I've heard it from other teams. So I'm going to do a league-wide right. look, follow that, and, and check that out later on this week. Got to subscribe to The Athletic, my friends, if only to read Larry's stuff. Larry, thanks for the time. Check in with you next week. Hi, right, Eric. Good talking as always, buddy. There you go. That's my man, Larry Holder. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Asher once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is a time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miette Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miette Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. With Early Paycheck, you can get your direct deposit up to two days earlier. That's another reason banking with Capital One is the easiest decision ever. Even easier than deciding to open the biggest birthday gift first. Which one are you going to open first? The pony! Yep, even easier than that. Plus, with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is banking with Capital One even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. No fees or minimums on new consumer accounts. Capital One and a member FDIC. 
Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. As life gets back to normal here, Diamonds Direct is doing our part with a special offer that's guaranteed to make celebrating those important moments easier and more affordable than ever. You can make any purchase at Diamonds Direct now and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. And everything's included. Rings, earrings, pendants, bracelets, bands. Plus, every sale at Diamonds Direct will benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force and Second Harvest. Buy now. Spread your payments over five years and give back at Diamonds Direct on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Remember, uh, you can check out the podcast um, about 10, 15 minutes after this program ends. Uh, don't forget about our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors. All you do is click on the icon, take it right to the website. Everything you need to know about our sponsors is right there for you at ericasher.com. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Thanks to Larry Holder for joining us on the program. Up next, All Access with Ken Trahan. Sheldon Nichols of The Advocate is his guest. Until tomorrow, straight up 4 o'clock, my name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Way.